Hello and welcome to Stories to Fall Asleep To, the second season of Reading with Carrie. This mindfulness podcast incorporates ASMR elements to help reduce your stress, relieve your anxiety, and lull you to sleep. I am your host, Carrie Favel, and I am so thankful that you've decided to spend some time with me. I'm so glad you keep visiting every week. It makes me so happy to see that so many people download my podcast and are listening to it. Uh, however, I still haven't received any responses to my survey. Um, so I have already decided to not go forward with what I was planning for season three. I have two projects that I think would be really helpful to people that you can listen to on a regular basis even, but I didn't want to put the deadline of a podcast on those videos um, and on those episodes. So I think what I'll do is create those as a separate project that I will post to my podcast. So if you are following me, you will be notified when they're posted, um, but I don't have a release date for those. I'm still writing um, what those are going to be about. And unfortunately, I, I don't uh, I don't have a lot of time right now to write all of them. So it's going to come out probably around Christmas time. I'm hoping, or it'll be a next year thing. Um, but I will make sure that I, that is available to you. One of them is going to be a, a daily motivational uh, meditation practice on the seven virtues. And uh, so one for each day of the week. And you can listen to them again and again because it goes through all seven. And then I am going to do my own sort of overview of the mindfulness-based cognitive therapy approach. Again, I am not a licensed physician or professional. I do have a practitioner certification. That just means I went through the basics. Um, and so I will just show you the basics. And it's really to kind of get you to see if it's something that you think would help you, then you can actually seek out a therapist or another, um, you know, counseling professional who either excels in it or can give you more information on how to pursue it yourself. So those are the two projects that I will be working on, but they're not going to be part of the podcast. I have come up with a plan B for season three if I were going to do the additional 23 videos or episodes to reach 100 episodes. Um, but I'm debating if I should hold off and hopefully get back to that in a few months um, or if I should just push through and uh, and see where it takes me. So again, please do fill out that survey. It will be in the description below. And if you're uncomfortable filling out a survey or you feel that you can't tell me all of your feelings and concerns and thoughts and even suggestions, uh, you can also email me at readingwithcarry at gmail.com. But as always, before we begin, let's start with a brief breathing exercise. This exercise is a mindful emotional state of happiness. So first, we're going to focus on our breathing. And without changing it, let it naturally, organically come. Nice deep breathing in, but don't force it. Deep breathing out. We're just trying to get our relaxation kind of flowing. Now put your feet on the ground or whatever surface you're resting on and gently push onto the floor or onto the bedding. Press 
and notice the sensations on the bottoms of your feet touching the surface. Just be in the moment. If you're pushing, you might even begin feeling a pulse in your toes or your feet. Deep breathing in. Hold it for a moment and exhale out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. And now, while you're still kind of focusing on your breathing, consider where happiness comes from for you. Does happiness come from your heart, or your mind, or maybe your belly? Where does it come from for you? Discover where the idea of happiness comes from and focus on that area. Whatever happiness means to you. Maybe a smile or an energy that runs through your body. Or maybe happiness is relaxing the muscles in your shoulders. Expand now wider and wider and let the feeling of the happiness flow through your body. Just feel more and more happy. Maybe wiggle your body. Maybe tense a muscle and then relax it. You'll tense on an inhale, hold the tension, and relax the tension as you exhale. And you can move through your whole body that way, especially if you're feeling tension somewhere specific, like your shoulders. Just feel more and more happy and allow yourself only to focus on this and be happy. Remember what this feeling of happiness feels like. You can have this feeling of happiness whenever you choose, just by being in this moment. This feeling of happiness can take over your mind and your body and your soul and your whole spirit. Really feel the happiness, the contentment, the relaxation. Now slowly open your eyes and just be in the moment of happiness. Just be. Just be. And as always, I like to indulge in a nice, happy sigh. Let's slowly take a nice deep inhale. And sigh. Congratulations, you've finished this exercise. And now here's the story. The Wolf and the Seven Young Kids by the Grimm Brothers. Once upon a time, there was an old goat. She had seven little kids and loved them all, just as a mother loves her children. One day, she wanted to go into the woods to get some food. So she called all seven to her and said, Children, dear, I'm going into the woods. Be on your guard for the wolf. If he gets in, he will eat up all of you. 
even your skin and hair. The villain often disguises himself, but you will recognize him at once by his rough voice and his black feet. The kids said, Mother dear, we will take care of ourselves. You can go away without any worries. Then the old one bleated and went on her way with her mind at ease. It was not long before someone knocked at the door and called out, Open the door, dear children. Your mother is here and has brought something for each one of you. But the little kids knew from the rough voice that it was the wolf. We will not open the door, they cried out. You are not our mother. She has a soft and gentle voice, but your voice is rough. You are the wolf. So the wolf went to a shopkeeper and bought himself a large piece of chalk, which he ate, making his voice soft. Then he came back and knocked at the door, calling out, Open the door, children, dear. Your mother is here and has brought something for each one of you. But the wolf laid out one of his black paws inside the window. The children saw it and cried out, We will not open the door. Our mother does not have a black foot like you. You are the wolf. So the wolf ran to a baker and said, I have sprained my foot. Rub some dough on it for me. After the baker had rubbed dough on its foot, the wolf ran to the miller and said, Sprinkle some white flour on my foot for me. The miller thought, The wolf wants to deceive someone and refused to do it. So the wolf said, If you will not do it, I will eat you up. That frightened the miller, and he made his paw white for him. Yes, that is the way people are. Now the villain went for the third time to the door, knocked at it, and said, Open the door for me, children. Your dear little mother has come home, and has brought every one of you something from the woods. The little kids cried out, First show us your paw, so we may know that you are our dear little mother. So he put his paw inside the window, and when they saw that it was white, they believed that everything he said was true, and they opened the door. But who came in? It was the wolf. They were terrified and wanted to hide. One jumped under the table, the second into the bed, the third into the stove, the fourth into the kitchen, the fifth into the cupboard, the sixth under the wash basin, and the seventh into the clock case. But the wolf found them all, and with no further ado he swallowed them down his throat, one after the other. However, he did not find the youngest, the one who was in the clock case. After satisfying his appetite, he went outside and lay down under a tree in the green meadow and fell asleep. Soon afterward, the old goat came home from the woods. Oh, what a sight she saw there. The door stood wide open. Table, chairs, and benches were tipped over. The wash basin was in pieces. The covers and pillows had been pulled off the bed. She looked for her children, but they were nowhere to be found. She called them by name, one after the other, but no one answered. When she at last came to the youngest, a soft voice cried out, Mother dear, I am hiding in the clock case. She took it out and it told her that the wolf had come and had eaten up all the others. You can just imagine how she cried for her poor children. Finally, in her despair, she went outside and the youngest kid ran with her. They came to the meadow and there lay the wolf by the tree, snoring so loudly that the branches shook. She looked at him from all sides and saw that something was moving and jiggling inside his belly. Good gracious, she thought. Is it possible that my poor children, whom he has swallowed down for his supper, can still be alive? The mother goat sent the kid home and to fetch scissors and a needle and thread, and then she cut open the monster's pouch. She had scarcely made one cut before a little kid stuck its head out, and as she continued to cut, one after the other, all six, jumped out, and they were all still alive. They were not even hurt, for in his greed the monster had swallowed them down whole. How happy they were! They hugged their dear mother and jumped about like a tailor on his wedding day. But the mother said, Now go and look for some big stones. We will fill the godless beast's stomach with them while he is still asleep. The seven kids quickly brought the stones, and they put as many of them into his stomach as it would hold. Then the mother hurriedly sewed him up again. He was not aware of anything, 
and never once stirred. The wolf finally awoke and got up onto his legs. Because the stones in his stomach made him very thirsty, he wanted to go to a well and get a drink. But when he began to walk and to move about, the stones in his stomach knocked against each other and rattled. Then he cried out, What rumbles and tumbles inside of me? I thought it was kids, but it's stones that they be. When he got to the well and leaned over the water to drink, the heavy stones pulled him in, and he drowned miserably. When the seven kids saw what had happened, they ran up and cried out, The wolf is dead! The wolf is dead! And with their mother, they danced for joy around the well. Thank you for listening. I welcome you back anytime you need to hear a comforting voice or a familiar bedtime story. But for now, let's prepare your mind and body for some much-needed rest. Start by checking in with your body and making sure you are as comfortable as possible. Place the tip of your tongue on the tissue right behind the top front teeth. Slowly exhale and empty the lungs of air. Through the nose, breathe in quietly for four seconds. Three, four. Hold the breath for a count of seven seconds. Five, six, seven. Purse your lips and exhale forcefully through the mouth, making a whoosh sound for eight seconds. Six, seven, eight. If you need to, you can repeat this cycle up to four times, but any more than four, and you might start to feel lightheaded or dizzy. Remember that if you find it too difficult to hold your breath on the count of seven, you can use a shorter cycle of two seconds breathing in, hold your breath for 3.5 seconds, and exhale for four seconds. Good night and sleep well, my friend.